gentlemen, start your ringtone. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. A gorgeous day here in uh, Spartanburg in football, racing, Memorial Day. Uh, well, Memorial what more Day. What you ask for? Labor Day, not Memorial Day. I, I, was, I was listening to what you mean, not what you say. Uh, that's Thank you. That's, I wish everybody did that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Good weather. Real good weather. Beautiful weather. How you doing over there, Greg? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, Memorial like everybody Day. else, it's just enjoying the weather. It seemed like the pollen got out of there a little bit much, and still really just tickled to death that uh, the fact we was able to get Bobby Allison down here with that uh, that race winning Thunderbird, and I thought that was that was neat. Yeah, that was really cool. Well, I was glad we had some folks over there to 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 welcome him because I think he enjoyed that. Yeah, he he, he what he what basically does he carries a few diecasts and and books with him and. He done pretty good on the book selling. He 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 really did, and uh, the restaurant people I think liked it. I know I liked it, and got a lot of pictures, and I, th- I think it got some press. But we, we we couldn't advertise it long enough to, to to got a whole lot of impact because it didn't get solidified until like Tuesday before the before the event. But well, I can tell you that it was a much bigger deal than I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize that he was gonna even be there to sell anything and that we would have never competed with him anyway it would have never crossed my mind it was his event so i wouldn't want to sell our books but i tell you what he had a whole stack of them there and he was signing them and signing those big uh, postcards and doing a um I, I i don't think and i think i told you this earlier i don't think i've ever seen him that happy he was just a happy guy you know not that he's a grump or anything but he was Standing out there next to that race car, posing with anybody that wanted to come out and get his picture, get their picture made with him. And uh, he just did a, you know. Including one baby I saw. (laughs) I was kind of scared when he was holding that baby because, I mean. (laughs) It was tiny. It was a little baby and Bobby was sort of holding it like, uh, okay, hurry up and take this thing. But uh, he did a, he just did a real good job and friendly. And Greg, I mean, you're to be commended for putting that thing together your brothers your brother was there and his yeah. wife and yeah. your, my brother was there and uh you know the biggest thrill he got was having his picture made with uh daryl's kids yeah well see that he, he loved that see he was around he, he's always stated time and time again that you know the three years he drove for 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 bud and me and my brother uh were very successful years we were struggling with with the ford but uh, to make a long story short, please, he, um, <laughs> and you know, I can't do that. We got a lot to cover. But he was tickled like to see my nieces, you know, my, which I think they're about 20. No, I look, I think they're about 12, but they, they just had turned 48. But it, it, it was a lot of favorable memories because he said that whole venue of doing this stuff with Bud Moore was, 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 
a good time. And it was a good time. It was like a family affair and everything. So, And it was great seeing that old car out there. And that was one of the things I liked about that was I mean, they were there was some debate. Some lady that came down with the guy, I guess. She was the one with the baby, if I'm not mistaken. You're correct. Had yeah. written an article about the car and said that it won something. And Jerry Mason, who was with Bud Moore for so long, stood there and he said, that's not that car. I mean, he, he, he just shook his head and said, there's no way that car won the Daytona 500 or whatever he said. You know, whatever she had said it had done. I think she said it won Daytona or was the car that was in the fight. And he said, that's not the car. And uh, what amazed me about it is it had sat in a garage for 30-something years and one side of it facing out towards the elements and uh, the passenger side. And it was, you know, it was not as well-preserved as the other side. Looking kind of rugged. I mean, it was just covered with Bondo and, you know, and it was flaking a little bit here and there. You, you would after that long a time, but uh, that had to be a short track car because it was, it didn't have the sleekness and the fine lines. I didn't think of a, of a super speedway car, but, you know, it just looked like it had done some hard days at Martinsville and Bristol and uh, done a lot of beating and banging rather than a, a sleek Daytona or Talladega missile. Well... If I can tell you one thing, Go ahead. It, it obviously, uh, we knew <sighs> right off the get-go, it was not the 78 Daytona 500 winner. Uh, as far as the Bondo deal, we always run a 65-inch wheel tread, which was wide. So we always had a little bit of fender bubble. What the car was, was the car that replaced the car at Daytona because the frame was diamond. But this was a car that he drove at Daytona. Okay. And it was very competitive. Him and Donnie and Kale were the cars to beat, and all the fiasco happened. The only win this car had that I can think of that we know pretty sure we did win Talladega in 79. Yep, I was there. And I had, you remember they had the wreck. And mm-hmm. I mean, we had a good car, but I mean, let's face it, two or three of the hot dogs fell out. Buddy and, Baker took out the whole field on the like the second lap or something. It, exactly, and 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 we we had a competitive car there that day, uh, but that that car was the one with the famous fight, nineteen seventy nine. Okay, well, great. So anyway, it's got history. The man, the man's, uh, the man's got his hands on something, and uh, whether he restores it or not is yet to be seen. But it's awful nice for him to bring it down it, here. To it was see it. a lot of trouble he went to. So um, anyway. Well, we have more on that. I want to get that guy, Tim Walker. Was that yeah, his Tim, name? Tim Walker. We're yeah. going to get him on the show and get him to, to tell us more about it and, and all that stuff. So, anyway, we got a great show for you today. And once again, we're going to be cramming a lot of stuff in there. Uh, we do have a really good special guest that I've been trying to get on since Memorial Day. Uh, maybe that's why I said Memorial Day just now instead of Labor Day. But it's Neil Castles, Jr. And Neil's going to be on at 1020. Neil, uh, of course, is Neil Castle's senior son, but he has uh, he has a not only being part of a racing family, but he um, also is a Hollywood stuntman. He's done some racing. He's got a Legends car right now that he races, and his driver's Bubba Wallace. And so Bubba Wallace drove um, drove it, you know, all summer. And I don't know if that season's still going. I think it's probably not. That summer series they have at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And, and excuse me, and wherever else they race them. But uh, anyway, Neil's got a lot of stories to tell. My goal was to have both of them on to talk about Darlington. This being uh, 
Labor Day weekend and the Southern 500 coming up because that was Neil's uh, Neil Senior's first one of his first races, and plus the fact that he worked very closely with the Calvins and of course Bob Calvin was the the president and the promoter and everything down there for years and years and years until he literally died at his desk at the at the raceway and but neil's got some family matters going on now when i say neil i mean senior right now he's got some family matters going on right now with the with his wife who's ill and we wish her a recovery but I, he told me last week he couldn't do it and so my goal had been to have them both on the same show, but we're not going to get Neil Sr. for a while. So we got Neil Jr., and he's going to tell some really, really good stories. And you met him, Greg, a couple of times. He's he's a real, real likable guy. He is an amazing person. Like I say, he knows racing up, down, sideways. He, uh, and movies. Movies. Oh, he's stuntman stuff. And, and, and like I say, he owns a car. And he's involved in racing. He, he goes out to Hollywood. Stays on the go all the time. That's why it's so hard to get and him on the on the air. He 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 just he presents himself so well. You can tell that he's been around Hollywood, and he's done some amazing things. Just like his daddy done some amazing things, but he 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 certainly picked up the ball and 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 done carried it for a bunch of touchdowns. Well, uh, yeah, his daddy, of course, senior. Got started in Thunder in Carolina. That was one of his first movies, Thunder in Carolina. He did Thunder Road. He did a lot of movies. And, of course, he got Neil Jr. involved in the Hollywood side of things. And that's where Neil's made Jr. has made his, uh, has made his um, career, you know, in, in motion pictures as a transportation coordinator and stuntman. And he's even done a little acting. And he told Greg and I some interesting stories. And hopefully we can get some of those out of him. But if you Google Neil Castles Jr., the picture that popped up uh, when I did it was him coming through a door with a machine gun blazing. And, uh, and he told us down there about getting shot in the belly with a shotgun and all this stuff and, you know, doing stunt work. And he's a real interesting guy. So we'll have him on at 1020. And as you know, y'all pulled a, y'all pulled a, pulled a good one on me about that. Perry had done seen it. And uh, like I say, Neil Jr. has done some very high-tech, aggressive-type, dangerous yeah. Uh, stuff. Yeah. And there was one, and you could have swore, you know, he, he was playing a bad guy trying to do a forced entry or something. And y'all didn't tell me what I was looking at. And said, look at this. And I, I got all shook up before I got totally got my composure and said, oh, no, this is one of Neil Jr.'s stunts. I well, said, that's, yeah. a, that's a heck of a stunt. Yeah, that's the one where he took it in the belly with a shotgun. Yeah. And yeah. blows him backwards about 20 feet. But, so, um, apparently, he's done a lot of stuff. A like lot that. of stuff. We're, not, we're tickled to get him. We are, and we're going to talk to him in about uh, about five or six minutes. Otherwise, uh, hopefully, we're going to have uh, Alan Hill in here. I haven't talked to him lately. His daughter did such a fantastic job last week. Giving our local Alan, run you to... can be replaced. <laughs> but but, but we, we brought... don't want to. Well, no, no. <laughs> don't even go there. We're going to keep Alan. He's fantastic. And uh, he's got a job on this show as long as he wants it i tell you that and um at 11 o'clock at the beginning of the second hour speaking of thunder in carolina you know everybody just listens to this show more than about five minutes knows that my love for the indianapolis 500 but the southern 500 is is really neck and neck with it i'd hate to live on the difference as john wayne said about uh the difference between uh dean martin and ricky nelson and rio bravo but you know the 
movie Thunder in Carolina has always been one of my favorites. It was filmed in Hartsville and, and Darlington. It's got a lot of drivers in it. Weatherly's in there, Buck Baker, Joe Eubanks. They use Elmo Henderson's car a lot. In fact, that's like the opening scenes of Pit Stop of Elmo uh, at Hartsville. But they had an announcer down there at Darlington for years. And, you know, I went on and on and I played some recordings of uh, Indianapolis, Indianapolis' great announcer, Tom Carnegie, right. who was like one of a kind. Well, Darlington had one, too. And they're really about the two and only only two announcers I could I can think of. And they were contemporaries. And um, the one at Darlington's name was Ray Melton. He was an ex-Marine. He was from the Tidewater area of Virginia, like Virginia Beach, and had that Virginia accent and was fantastic. And when when Ray Melton said, uh, gentlemen, start your engines, it was more like gentlemen. But he um, he did it for Darlington for years and years and years. Richmond, too. Well, he did it for Richmond, too. And then he got, like, Carnegie at the end of his career. You, you could buy him, and he'd come do it at your track. But uh, he passed away in 1986. I believe it was. I looked it up last night. But he talks and does the announcing all the way through or all the way through the Darlington part of Southern Carolina, which the 1959 Southern 500 is the backdrop of the movie. And they actually ran the cars, uh, Rory Calhoun and, uh, of course, Neil Castle Sr. was the stunt driver in there along with another guy by the name of Carrie Lofton. And Carrie Lofton was famous for a movie he did. It was Steven Spielberg's first movie called Duel, where uh, he's chasing uh, Dennis Weaver around in an oil tanker. Oh, yeah, a great movie. Well, uh, uh, Carrie Lofton drove the oil tanker, but he made a thousand other movies uh, and usually had the dark shades. He was he was in um, Cool Hand Luke yep. and yep. one of the guards. And so he's just a great guy. Uh, well, he's in this movie with... Uh, He's in Thunder in Carolina, and he has a scene with Neil Castles. And I recorded a bunch of that stuff last night on my phone, and we'll play it like, as I did Indianapolis, so we can get some feel for for the great announcer that Tom Car that um, Ray Melton was. But we're going to take a break right now and come back and uh, talk to Neil Castles Jr. And I can't wait to talk to him. I can't either. All right, he's fascinating. He is, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start your engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. 
Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay. So for the rest of you, download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400. Delicious food at great prices. That's what you'll find at J&G Restaurant, located at 462 West Henry Street in Spartanburg. Be sure to try out the ever-popular Pig 4, where you can choose four breakfast items that include gravy biscuits, pancakes, home fries, and much more for only $7.25. They also serve a variety of breakfast sandwiches, including the pork chop and gravy biscuit. For lunch, try out their salmon and grits combo. J&G also serves mouth-watering burgers and hot dogs. That's J&G Restaurant, open Wednesday through Sunday. Call them at 864-308-1730. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly weekly or monthly watery lake rv park and marina in liberty hill where families get away mention fox sports 1400 and get five percent off your stay up to three days call 803-273-3013 up for style up for performance up for savings get up and go to nissan of career for the up for anything sales event on-road nissans off-road nissans hundreds of new 2019 nissans are reduced to move drive a new ultima just 179 a month a new rogue just 199 a month get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Ultimus, $179. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big and Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. At 45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. At 45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. At 45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now at 45 Functional Fitness Training located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba or call at 864-810-4528. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your haircut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors, mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Weekdays from noon till 3 on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And it is my great pleasure to welcome a guest I've been trying to get on the show for uh, since... I got to know him a little bit better back Memorial Day. Greg and I doing all these book signings, and that's Neil Castles Jr. Good morning, Neil. Good morning. How y'all doing? We're doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. 
Well, good. Uh, the Dodge raindrops down here in Savannah today. You're in Savannah, Georgia. Well, you might get a whole yep. bunch of them in the next <laughs> couple of days because uh, a few, yeah. What I saw on the Weather Channel this morning looks like that thing may not hit Florida. It's a, it's a possibility uh, it could just run right up the coast to you. It's looking that way, yeah. Talking about Hurricane Dorian, but uh, Greg Morris here with us. Hey, Greg, how are you this morning? Man, doing good. We just tickled death to have you on the show, and we just want to hear some of the fascinating tales. I mean, your daddy done amazing things in race car racing and in Hollywood and and. I can't get over it. I'm still scared that that stunt y'all pulled that uh, you've done so many stunts in Hollywood scared me, but uh, we've been wanting to have you on here for a while. And I, I would just guess this, uh, whatever you want to start out talking with, Barry. I mean, he's got so much. <laughs> well, Neil, tell us about, uh, I mean, you grew up in a racing family, and uh, as Greg did, and as a lot of people did, but that, that had to be an exciting childhood with... Uh, Going to a lot of races and, and seeing your dad out there competing against the greatest drivers in the, in the country. Well, yeah, it absolutely was. You know, unfortunately, out of, the, out of the three of us kids, I was the, the latest one to come along. So I didn't get to enjoy it as long as, as my sisters did. But um, I guess I, I got it better on the other end. You know, dad and I got to spend a lot of time racing various things together. So I got to spend more time with him than, than my sisters did. And then Later on, you know, we, we both worked in the movie business together. So uh, so we got to, to hang out and, and be more like best friends than, than father-son for, for a very long time. Yeah, and I can see you still are best friends because the times that we spent together just briefly here back during Memorial Day at a couple of book signings. And uh, and I, I just love the, the interaction between you two and how you took care of him and uh, and still do, of course. And uh, you need anything pop and all of that. It reminded me of my own father. And uh, you're very lucky to have a great dad like Neil Castle Sr. Oh, yeah. Very, very much so. And uh, I'm glad you were finally able to get that book done because it's something that's been needing to be done for quite some time. Because who knows how long we're going to have those stories around, you know? Well, you know, I... I I thoroughly enjoy doing it. I wanted to do it ten years ago, and he, and we were going to do it, and then something happened. I don't, I don't know exactly what. Maybe he got cold feet about the Exxon thing, but it's a, it's a fascinating story. And and I was thinking of this driving home yesterday. You, you must in your dealings in Hollywood know some screenwriters. Uh, his story would be a fantastic story for the for the big screen. It would. It would. It. Um. You know. It's. Uh, it just. You've. You've got to find the right climate and the right time and the right person to write it. You know, the the bad thing is, as you know, about, you know, a lot of these racing movies that's been made, especially in recent years, you know, they, they just don't portray the, the true racing that we know. You know, there's there's just too much Hollywood in it. Right. And um, if, if someone was to do his story, it would have to be accurate, you know, and, and really about racing and not, you know, and take all the, the Hollywood out of it. Per se. Well, Neil, I don't think you're going anywhere for a while, and I'm going to retire in 22. So uh, let's <laughs> let's go to work on Sounds it because like I'm all for it. I, I've got the I wrote the book, so we got a we got a good one, uh, sort of a rough draft to go by. But uh, you know, if you and I were involved in it, it would be accurate. And you know who I was popped into my mind to play your father? It actually resembles him to me, and that's Matthew McConaughey. Very true. Absolutely, you're you're very correct. He's tall and he's got the same features and everything. And Ronnie Black's here. He's our producer. And uh, all right, all right, all right. Oh, is that a is that a famous line? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, 
You know, the only thing I can remember, man, is, is right off the bat is We Are Marshall when he went with the football movie. But anyway, right. that just popped into my mind. Well, now, of course, your father was a great race driver and a great got involved in Hollywood, and we're going to do a whole bunch here at 11 o'clock on Thunder in Carolina, and I've even got the clip with your father's uh, line talking to Carrie Lofton. But now, how did he get you involved in Hollywood? In a uh, stunt it was work? a total accident. It was a total accident. Um, I, uh, I was, um, I graduated high school in Charlotte, and um, I started going to college, and you know, the, the movie business, it's, it's a lot of long hours, and, and you don't get home every weekend, and you know, I hadn't seen my dad in, you know, a couple, three weeks. And I told my mom, I said, you know, I'm going uh, I'm to jump in the truck this weekend. Or, you know, I had to think I had the week off. And I said, I'm going to go hang out with dad, see him. So I got to where he was working. And um, and uh, one of the guys there said, hey, you know, can you can your kid drive a motor home and pull a generator for us? And he said, yeah, you can do anything you want him to. <laughs> so I ended up working with them for a few days and, and working with him. And, and I went back home and I went to school. And, uh the next week, I got a check in the mailbox. And I opened that check up, and I said, man, I'm in the wrong place. I've got to go. <laughs> so, uh, so I checked out of school and uh, went back to uh, where he was working, knocked on the hotel room door, and I said, hey, I'm here. So the uh, rest is history, and I've been doing it almost 30 years. Wow. He didn't, uh, I mean, was there any major discussion that you uh, quit college to, and just uh, showed up really. to go to Hollywood? Yeah, not really. It just it was just a decision I made, and he supported it, and uh, and I, I really hadn't regretted it a day, to be honest with you. I you don't know? blame you. Um, you know, if I if I couldn't drive a race car for a living, I might as well wreck stuff. You know. How close did you? How close did you get to driving a race car? Uh, I feel like it was pretty close. You know that that whole Exxon deal kind of knocked us in the head. You know, and um, we we ran late models we had a, a hooters pro cup car for a little bit and, uh, now we're talking the when, the early 90s late 80s early 90s yep uh 97 i think it was we were you know kind of had a trajectory of, of going into the bush series at that time and um you know the, the guy that we had funding everything he had some issues that dad being in lawsuit with exxon was just sucking up all of his resources and um you know, it just didn't work out. Things just, you know, things just didn't go the way they should have, or maybe they did, you know. Um, but at any rate, you know, I felt like we were pretty close, but, you know, it's just a, a turn on the road. You know, you get you get the right one or the wrong one. And, uh, and mine went in a different direction. So no. I'm, I'm assuming I'm where I'm supposed to be. Oh, I think you've done excellent what you're doing. I mean, it it's unbelievable. Uh some of the stuff you've talked about, what little bit of time we have had to talk. talk and we're to talking to Neil Castles Jr., by the way. I'm real bad about not letting the folks know who we're talking to. Yeah. Neil Castles Jr., Hollywood stuntman. And uh, go ahead, Greg. But uh, it, it's just incredible, some of the stuff you've done. And you've been so successful at it. Like I say, you, you, you and your daddy's combination and everything would make a fantastic movie. And you're still making history too, doing stunts and stuff for these, all these other movies. And your daddy, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it make an incredible story. But uh, what are you working on? Uh, what are you working on now, Neil? Uh, right now, I'm working on a, a show for Amazon called Underground Railroad down here in Savannah. Okay. And uh, you know, there's another adaptation of it. You know, they've they've made it many many times. Um, but uh, you know, we're making it again. So it's a it's a pretty good size show for Amazon. 
Now, what are some of the other shows that our listeners would be very familiar with that you've been a part of, either either as an actor or because you've done some acting and or as a, uh, you know, as a car coordinator or, or transportation coordinator or, you know. Yeah, these days, these days I do more transportation coordinating than I do anything. You know, every once in a while I do some stunts, but for, for the most part I take care of transportation for all the shows. And what does transportation coordinator do? Basically, if it's on wheels, it belongs to me. Um, from the from the trucks that get the equipment to the to the set to the trailers that the, the actors stay in to the vans that transport everybody back and forth to work, um, the you know all the equipment that it takes to make a show that's on wheels. It's my responsibility to get it there and get it moved. Okay, and, and I was going with uh, b- before I I wanted you to explain that. W- what have you been involved in that our listeners would probably. Uh, Watched and um, say, "Oh yeah, I know, I know that that show or that movie." Oh, man, let's see. I've done uh, Iron Man three. I did uh, the Patriot with Mel Gibson. Um, you know, some TV shows. I did One Tree Hill, Dawson's Creek. Um, man, it's just uh, it's a long list of them. Hard, I know, hard it. to remember them all, but that's you know that's some of the more honorable mention shows that that I've done. I think when I was doing the uh, the book with Neil, you were involved in a. A Shaft remake down in Atlanta? Yep, that just came out not long ago. I did Shaft and uh, another uh, What Men Want with uh, Taraji P. Henson just came out not long ago that I did. Um, I've got a TV series coming out on on Netflix in uh, October called Raising Dion that we did in Atlanta. Okay, well, Neil, when you talk about being the... When you talk about being the, the transportation coordinator for a movie, a lot of people don't realize... Just how many people are involved on location for a series or a movie, and that's massive, oh, isn't it? Well, you know, just my department on the on the show I'm doing now. I think I've got uh, somewhere around seventy to seventy five drivers working for me just in my department to wow. service the the movie. That's unreal. You know, so you know, there's there's three hundred people working on this production to to make it work, and so it, it's, it's a lot of people. At one time, and and I know Neil told me, uh, when I say Neil, I mean your father. It gets a little confusing, I guess. But um, Charlotte was, uh, and North Carolina was like Hollywood East, pretty much, wasn't it? absolutely. It was for a long time. You know, with the Andy Griffith show, which I know you're, not the Andy Griffith show, but uh, Matlock. And all the Mm -hmm. shows around Wilmington and Charlotte and everything that your father was involved with. And uh and of course, in in the book we wrote, uh, Neil and I wrote together. There's pictures of you in there, and several different places. A movie that you made. Right. Uh, you, you seem to to be a cop a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know they they put us in a police car in a heartbeat. <laughs> a good guy or a bad guy, you can swing it, either way. It didn't huh? matter. It all paid the same. We take it. Well, that's great. Now I want to talk. Uh, I mean. Uh, we don't have nearly enough time. We've, we've got about six or seven more minutes here. But now this summer you were involved in racing again with a Legends car and a, and a pretty dadgum good driver. Yeah, yeah. We um, we had Bubba Wallace driving my uh, my Legends car out of the summer shootout and um, did pretty good with it. We won one race, uh, had a handful of seconds and thirds, and um, I think one seventh that ended up being a bent rear in housing that we didn't know we had. But... Um, yeah, we we did pretty good. It uh, it kind of just happened all of a sudden, and um, but uh, but we had a real good time. You know, it was uh that that came down. My my cousin's really the the legends car guru, and um he uh he helped Bubba along. He um 
took care of all of his Legends cards when he was younger. So uh, Chris is his name, and, and he and I were talking, and, and I had originally had this car. Me and Tiger Tom Pistoni um, had started racing it together. Um, now there's a character. Three, three, yeah, now that, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, that is. It's but, good stuff, um, but it's, it's funny. Yeah, he, he's a mess. I love him to death. But um, so I, I hadn't messed with it in a while, and Chris and I got talking about running the summer, summer shootout series. And I said, well, we'll do it. I said, you're going to have to drive it. I said, because, you know, I'm, the shootout's on Tuesday night, and, you know, I can't get out of Savannah in time to run on Tuesday night. So, you know, we agreed we'd run it and and, uh, and shoot. I don't know, a week later he called me and said, hey, I was on the phone with Bubba, and he, he wants to drive the car. And I said, well, shoot, put him in it. So <laughs> next thing you know, we got Bubba driving the Legends car, and, and away we went. And, uh, and, man, we had a blast. We had a really good time. I think he had a good time, and, and we did too. Well, uh, I think it's safe to say that you actually tutored and, 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 and was the first person to get Bubba started, who's turned out to be a very good race driver, you know, driving the petty car. So uh, you, you were instrumental in his career. So that's that's just another one of the amazing things that you've done. I think it's I yeah, think well, it's fantastic. He's more my cousin than me. The, you know, my first dealings with with Bubba was here just recently in in, in this you know the summer shootout series. But I, I can't say enough good things about him. I mean, he, he's a great person. He's a heck of a wheel man, and um, he's gonna go far. He's definitely gonna go far. Yeah, he. Uh, from what I saw, um, some shots of him the other day, I think it was at Pocono. He's, he's into photography. I mean, he was down in the first yeah. turn with his camera, uh, you know, taking pictures. And, uh, of course, during a rain delay, I can't remember what track that was at Michigan or someplace. He showed off his prowess throwing a football up in the grandstand. Yeah, I think it was Michigan. Matter of fact, that race is, uh, we, we had to miss the, the first race of the summer shootout series because Michigan got rained out, if you remember. Right. And uh, and they had to run it on Monday. That's so, right. So he couldn't make the Monday race, and we, we started on Tuesday night. I think he made a good foot, made a good quarterback because he's throwing up the stands pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> he's doing better than I can do. I know that. <laughs> so Neil, you're down in Savannah now. How much longer is this going to last? And uh, and you know where? You, I mean, it seems like you you got projects just backed up on top of each other. Uh, yeah, I mean, this one is so long. I, I really haven't started looking for for something else. But this one, we're here in Savannah till October, and then we move to Atlanta until. Uh, I think March it is when we finally finish this thing up. So I'm going to be on this well into next year. Now, you've got a couple of sons, right? i got a, a son and a daughter, twins. Zach okay. and Chloe. I'm sorry, what's their names? Zach and Chloe. Zach and Chloe, that's right. I remember, yep. uh, Neil, your dad talking about them. Now, are they going to follow dad's footsteps? Maybe uh, maybe Chloe will be the race driver and Zach will be the stunt well, man or what? Well, Zach is, Zach is very interested in, in the film industry. Luckily, he, he's on the on the smarter side of things he's looking at uh film editing and uh visual effects and uh animation is is his real you know what he really enjoys and um my daughter here recently has uh expressed a little interest about getting into a legends car so um okay well i was right you never tell what may happen here before too long <laughs> let me ask you you touched on something there before we let you go and uh, you could probably do another hour on this but i mean and Neil Senior and I talked about this right in the book, but the the stunt man. I mean, are we losing stunt men because of the animation and the 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 FX stuff and all, you know all all of the blue screen and green I don't screen? Think we're losing them, but we're definitely not using them in the capacity that we used to. 
which I mean makes things a lot safer. I mean, you know, we can we can do so many things with with computers these days, but it still doesn't take away the you know the driving aspect of it. You know, the free falls off of buildings. Um, there's still a lot of stunts to be done. the The main thing with doing it with the visual effects is just the um, the sheer savings of money. I mean, you know, you imagine that you know you have a a, a bus that you flip and you know, back in the day, you'd have to have two or three buses, you know, because if the first take didn't go right, you have to do it again. Right. So, you know, now they can they can do it all computer, and you don't even have to have a bus. They just make a bus on the computer and flip it for you. Right. So, um, I don't think it's I don't think stuntmen are going away per se. It just um, just different capacity these days. Yeah, I always think. Uh, what was the movie? Uh, Bert. Uh, uh, Hooper with uh, Hooper, yeah, Burt Reynolds, oh, Burt Lancaster, right. Burt Reynolds. Uh, well, Burt Lancaster was a good stuntman too, by the way. He was a trapeze artist, but uh, yeah, yeah. That, with uh, with all the driving and everything, and uh, you know, Neil, uh, you've just done so much, and 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 we're so tickled to death to have gotten a chance to have you on the show. I've wanted you on for a long time, and. Uh, we're up against the break now, and, and I just hope we can get you back maybe later on. Absolutely. Give me a call. We'll do it again. Okay. And uh, say hello to Neil Sr. and your mom, Jean, and your, your sister, Susan, and Donna, I believe. Donna's the one I haven't met yet. She's the one in Texas, right? Yeah, she, she actually showed up here in town this week, so she's uh, in town to visit. Okay. Well, you give them all our best, and, uh, and, and I know a little bit about what's going on, and God bless all of you, and, and take care of your family, and... Um, just thank you so much for coming on Start Your Engines. Well, thank you so much, Perry. And, Greg, you take care, and we'll talk to both of you real soon. Oh, yeah. I hope to see you soon. Okay. All well, right, guys. Take th- care. Thank you. That's Neil All right. Castles, Jr., who, uh, God, what a great interview. He's an amazing person. He is an amazing yes, person. I mean, his daddy's amazing enough, but but uh, he, he's definitely a tip off the old block. But uh, it's an amazing person. I hope we're going to see him. Maybe we'll... I think they're coming to Mayberry. I hope. Well, I don't know. With uh, they got some uh, illnesses there in the family that's probably going to keep yeah. them from coming. But anyway, we're going to take some breaks right now and come back and talk to our old buddy Nelson Crozier, who I think is in Darlington. And uh, we'll be right back from the Beacon Driving Studios. You're listening to Start Your Engines. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories, 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection.
attention and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and you'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbows, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man, it's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican's near you. Pelican Snowball's bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's $179. Rogue. $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. 
F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roebuck. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roebuck. Or call at 864-810-4528. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. You can is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Well, Nelson, I'm trying to run the board here, and I missed the beginning of the opening, but uh, I hope you're out there. Or you're, you're at Darlington this week, right? That's right. I'm not ready to track at the moment. Okay, well, um, but you're down there, and that's uh, hopefully... Uh, You'll have a lot to talk to us about. Uh, what's um, did you just get there? Or have you been hanging around for a couple of days? What's going on? Oh no, I was uh, here over yesterday. And so, so no, go ahead. Uh, you know, uh, just a lot of verses here. Uh, you know, with both series, um, they said, "Boy, this track is different. It's tough. It's slippery." Uh, Nothing we haven't known for years and years. But, uh, you know, a lot of these new guys uh, talked to Stephen Parsons, Benny's nephew. And uh, he said, this place is nothing like any place I've ever seen. Uh, so, you know, we know it's been the same for years. But now with all these workings here, it's going to be interesting. It sure is, and uh, I was just wondering, uh, you, you, you have your bell bottoms on, or what did they wear in the 90s? I don't even remember. It seems like just the other day. Well, I pretty much have my same uniform all the time, white shirt, <laughs> khaki, uh, khaki trousers. Okay. Um, I but, take, uh, go ahead. I do have uh, my big straw hat, uh, you know, 50th anniversary of Dalton 40 years ago. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, well, uh, you know... Darlington's been around for so long and everybody knows how much I like Indianapolis but I love Darlington too and I, the more I think about it you know the, it, its history is just about unmatched uh, uh, and I think it is in stock car racing with the being around since 1950 when Bud Moore uh, you know and, and Cotton Owens our, our local people here were, were in that first race and the heat and the, the track configurations have changed, and they flip-flopped it and everything, and it's it's not quite what it used to be, but it's it's still Darlington. Uh, the track really has not changed much at all. Uh, facility has improved quite a bit. Uh, like, you know, the surface is the same, the layout is the same. Uh, you know, you're talking about IndyCar. 1954, they ran the IndyCars here. Actually, they ran them there for a couple of years. I know uh, uh, Manuel Ayulo uh, won one year down there. And if I'm not mistaken, the last time they ran down there, Pat O'Connor won because they brought the gold, their silver crown uh, cars there 
it's been probably 10 or 15 years ago now and and that's one of the most exciting races i saw and and pat o'connor's son was like the grand marshal since he had won like the last race uh 40 years or, or, or 50 years earlier or something like that. But, yeah, Indy, in fact, Bob Scott lost his life there in an Indy car. Right. Uh, and first, first stock car race there, Johnny Mans won. And, you know, there are varying stories. Oh, he ran an Indy car tire. No, from what I understand, he ran a truck tire. And, you know, he just motored along on the uh, apron. They pissed off the tires. Everybody else is running out of tires. Uh, takes off cars in the uh, parking lot. Uh, quite a spectacle. Yeah, and uh, and Johnny of course was a was an IndyCar driver from California, and actually drove a car that they used, I think, during the week to run errands for the Speedway. I believe that is correct, and I believe uh, Bill France owned a part of it. He did. That, France, France Senior did have a big interest in it, and then they kind of pulled a caper about them tires, but you know. What do you do? I mean, he had a car out there. Well, uh, uh, Nelson, now, um, we finally found out what Tyler Dipple did. And, you know, there was a quite an uproar, I think, that I wasn't aware of, of people uh, really running him down in the press and, and on Twitter, which I'm not involved in whatsoever. And then it came out what actually happened. Well, he had, a like, somebody's backpack in the back of his truck with their prescription drugs in there. And I assume his that other person's name was on the bottle and of course he claimed he didn't know the backpack was even in the car or in, in his truck and uh, he had been pulled over for a like a uh, failing to signal for a lane change or something like that and it just sort of escalated from there and and it became ugly but I guess he's his indefinite suspension was only one week uh, that's correct well you know a 19 year old kid anything could happen and I've I don't know how many times I've heard the the line, uh, well, uh, that's not mine, and, and hopefully that's what really happened What because he's, he he beat the rap, and, and uh, you know, he, he deserves uh, to have a, you know, to be out there racing if he didn't do anything. So hopefully, uh, hopefully what he says is the truth. He's got some affidavits and everybody backing him up. So uh, he'll be back out there um the, the next time the trucks run, which I think they run in a couple of weeks. So, with the uh, with Darlington coming up, I guess they run in the uh, Xfinity race today, and Dale Jr. will be out there uh, running for. Um, of course, he doesn't. This is his only race of the year, so it's obviously the first one since his plane crash. And I imagine the media is uh, pretty much surrounding him. Uh, and. Uh Meeting get together as his uh, coach with, uh, you know, uh, publicizing his sponsor. And yes, the uh, media just bombed. That was yesterday afternoon. Of course, we've got cup qualifying this afternoon. And then uh, that's followed immediately by the Xfinity race. Yeah, the Xfinity race actually, I don't think, is until like 4 o'clock or something. And uh, I believe they don't they qualify like noon or 12.30 and then the cup qualifying and then the Xfinity race. That is correct. You know, one thing I thought uh, was cool, and I think I'm correct in, in saying this, watching it in practice, but it and Dale Jr. driving an Edna Gree uh, number eight. I mean, I thought I saw something like that, a throwback paint. It's number eight, but uh, I believe it's Hellman's mayonnaise, but I'm not 100% positive. 
Yeah, and it, it, that's a well. I could do a whole story there, and I don't want to take up Nelson's time, but uh, yeah, Edna Gree bought a Dodge from Neil Castles, who we just you know been talking quite a bit about, and actually it came out in Neil's book when we wrote it that uh, he had never been paid yet by by Edna Gree, so technically <laughs> it was still Neil Castles' car. But you know that's a whole nother complicated story. Let's do our picks real quick, Nelson. You're still you're a Roaring up to catch the field. You're tied with Greg at three apiece, and Ronnie and Alan have one apiece, and I'm yet to score. So I'm going to go first and take last year's winner, and this guy that I take about every week anyway is uh, um, Ron Keslowski and uh, Ron Keslowski, Brad Keslowski. And uh, Nelson, you go ahead and go next. And um, usually who I don't pick, you pick and uh, and win the race. Well, I'm going to go with Harvard this week. He's already uh, got his drawing in strike. Okay. <laughs> All right. And that doesn't take long to get if you're, if you're mashing the button. Uh, Greg, you want to pick one? Um, I'm going to go with a 22 car again. You know, it's a Penske car and, and, and he runs good. And I just think I think he, he's a good driver and he's got a good shot at it. Well, and he's the defending champion. Greg, uh, Ronnie? I think I'm going to go with the youngster and pick Chase. He's going to take Chase Elliott, and uh, we'll get Allen's when he gets in here. We don't have to sign him anything because uh, um, he'll be here to, to pick his own. Well, Nelson, uh, you know, you've been going to Darlington for a long time, and you just talked about how the track hasn't really changed, although the uh, I guess the cosmetics have changed. I know they paved it one year, and, <laughs> and they asked Dick Brooks what he thought about it, and he said it's like putting a coat and tie on a rattlesnake. Yeah. So uh, right. I, I thought that was a great line. But, you know, is it still the same gritty surface that it's always been? Does it get sandy Absolutely. during the race? Absolutely. And, you know, uh, between the sand and the uh, rocky track surface, it's just like a cheese grater on the tires. Yeah, that really does. It, it, just, it just saws them up. I was down there several years ago when uh, Brett Bodine took me flat out around it in the pace car. And uh, it, 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 it pretty rough on tires. Anyway, now I will say one thing about it. One thing ain't never changed. It's credentialing, but we'll talk about that at a later date. <laughs> I, I hate you had a little bit of problems, but something got misplaced. But I'm going to stick with you down there because uh, I think it's going to be a good event. Heard any uh, controversies or anything along that line? No, so far it's been very quiet. Well, that'll change. I can guarantee you that. And Nelson, I thought a lot about you last week. We got about a minute to go here with uh, the uh, the event at Applebee's with Bobby Allison's car and all the people that showed up. And uh, I think the only thing missing was you. That that was a that was a really nice thing that Greg uh, put together. Well, you know, hopefully, we can have a few more like that. Uh, of course, deal up the Mount Airy should be pretty good. Are you going to be up there? Yes, I will be. Oh, that'll be great. Be good to see you up in Mayberry. Uh, I guess you'd be Howard Sprague or somebody yeah. really smart. Yeah, he done talked to, uh, you know, Bill Belair Jr. You know, is handling it. And uh, he done talked to Bill, and I, he, he's got him a room right there where we are. So, uh, yeah, Bill, Bill said we probably uh, need to uh, see whether we can bring a table if we can. Yeah. Well, Nelson, that's great. That's something to look forward to, and that's only a couple of weeks away, so... You take care down there at Darlington and with, with your straw hat and on all those uh, hippies and everything or whatever they had in the 90s. I guess the hippies were gone. But uh, thank you for coming on, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, sounds good. Enjoy the holiday. Thank you. You too, Nelson.
And that's Nelson Crozier. What about Nelson? He's the smartest man I know. He's the smartest man I know, too. And uh, He is the smartest man I know, too. We're going to uh, come back uh, on the other side. We're uh, going to... I think we've got a consensus. We're going to do a whole lot about Thunder in Carolina. I hope this works. Once again, I'm going to be playing some recordings off of my phone that I, I made last night. They sounded good last night. So we'll see how they sound here. But I want to really get some of the flavor of uh, the old Darlington, which... As this movie was filmed in 1959 and released in July 1960, I think we will, uh, uh, you will get that flavor of the old Speedway when uh, it, only walls were the ones in front of the grandstands and uh, the guardrail was easy to go through. So we're going to come back in just a minute for, uh, for that. You're listening to Fox Sports Spartanburg. Be back. Listen to our programming anywhere on the web at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports 1400, WSPG Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit upstatelogistics.com. Up for style, up for performance, up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. 
throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to Hour 2 of Start Your Engines. And uh, Jada's dad just walked in, going to grace us with the local scene. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, man. Good now, to have you here. Now I'm Jada's dad. Here, now, Jada's, what's this? Uh, that's, uh, sounds like a pretty good job to me, being Jada's dad. Well, uh, the way y'all talked to Bragg on her last week, I don't know if I've got a job or not. you got a job as long as you want one. you uh, probably got a more longevity around here than me, the way this button pushing is going this morning. But before we get too far, um, who's your pick for Darlington? Uh, has anybody picked the 48 car? Nobody's picked him. Jimmy Johnson. Let's go Jimmy Johnson. Well, Jimmy Johnson needs it, I tell you that. Uh-huh. He, he needs a really, really good finish, and he's a lot like Jeremy Clements. He, he needs a win. Yep. So, um, all right, and, and before we get any further, and I, I missed something else here, I want to thank Lanny McKinney, who does our podcast and the Bud Moore Engineering website and our Facebook page, and Lanny's out there backing us up and always does a great job. So now, next little bit here, I want to talk about Thunder in Carolina and a, mov- a movie that they filmed at Darlington in 1959 with the backdrop of the Southern 500 that Jim Reed won that year. Um the uh, It also had quite a few scenes filmed at the Third Mile Hartsville Speedway, which was a dirt track. The movie, you know, when it came out in July 1960, uh, it got pretty good reviews. It was not, a, you know, a major Hollywood motion picture, but it did have Rory Calhoun, who was a, an outstanding actor and, and had already made a name for himself. In fact, he was in the midst of doing a CBS weekly television show called The Texan. 
and which I remember very well. And the uh, uh, and he had been in several Howard Hawks and other people's movies, especially uh, the um, uh, How to Marry a Millionaire with uh, Betty Grable. I think she was in that, and uh, Marilyn Monroe and Jane Russell. He did River of No Return, where he was the bad guy against uh, Robert Mitchum's good guy as they fought over, over uh, Marilyn Monroe. He was a top-notch Hollywood star, and there was no question about that for Rory Calhoun. Of course, now, the, the, um, the, his mechanic was played by Alan Hale Jr., who was actually turned out to be the skipper on, McH- on McHale's Navy, on Gilligan's Island. And, of course, his dad went back all the way to the silent days as an actor, so... That's another top star. You had Connie Hines was the the female in the movie, the the main one. And, of course, she was uh, on a weekly TV show in those days called Mr. Ed with the talking horse against uh, played Alan Hale's daughter, uh, Alan Hale's wife. Yeah, Wilbur. And uh, another guy by the name of Race Gentry who played Les York. And he was like the young upcoming star that... uh, Mitch Cooper took under his wing. So anyway, I've got a bunch of stuff here I want to play for you. But the main thing I started out to do with this, I wanted you to hear Ray Melton. And I've got a lot of Ray Melton here. He was the public address announcer at the Darlington International Raceway for years and years and years. He's been gone now for about over 30 years. And this first I'm going to play here is uh, two minutes long. It's the longest one I've got. But he announces Tommy Webb, who is played by Carrie Lofton, the famous stuntman I told you about. Um, Tommy Webb's bad about hitting the bottle, and he comes out to qualify. And Neil Castles is like the official that asks him if he wins, he wants the green flag. And, and um, this is Neil's speaking part and on uh, on screen appearance. And if you look at the picture I've got in the Neil Castle's book. Um, you can see it's a long shot. You can see the wire running up Neil Castle's leg for the microphone. So, uh, all right. I hope this turns out good. We're going to play it. This is uh, Ray Melton and this is going to play all the way through his qualifying laps. You're going to hear one lady tell uh, Tommy Webb's wife that don't worry about a thing and that's right before he gets killed. So, anyway, I'm not giving anything away here. Here is uh, here's the first, the first uh, recording. Thank you. 
own race day, once at car number 91, driven by the old pro Tommy Webb. say Tom didn't make it, but I, I hope that's coming out okay. It's, I've got all the sound on this thing turned up as loud as it'll go. and um, so. But you get a f- flavor for Ray Melton there, because uh, he was uh, he was the play by the, the public address announcer for Darlington for so many years. And the next one I'm going to get right to, now this is Buddy Schaefer who's the mechanic for uh, he was the mechanic for Les York and his car owner was uh, a guy by the name of Mr. Reichert. Well, Mr. Reichert, in actuality, was the sports editor of the Spartanburg Herald-Journal, a gentleman by the name of Ed McGrath, who was very, very involved with um, the little theater here in Spartanburg. And I think every time they put a play on out there in the 50s and early 60s, Ed McGrath was in it. So Ed McGrath is going to talk to uh, Buddy Schaefer, uh, one of his mechanics, and Buddy wants to go help Mitch Cooper because his engine's running sour and uh, so uh, Ed McGrath fires him. So here's a quick one. This one lasts about 48 seconds. I'll be back in a few minutes. Where are you going? Cooper's got trouble. I think I know how to fix it. He never was any good at fixing them cars but he sure knows how to drive them. Well, you're working for me, not Cooper. The boy's in trouble. He's going to qualify this afternoon. It'll only take a few minutes. Well, I'm not paying you to work on cars that are racing against me. If he can't fix it, that's his tough luck. Well, Mr. Reichert, you can't expect me to stand around when a guy's in trouble. Well, don't just stand around. Get busy on my car. Or get fired. Thanks, Mr. Reichert, for helping me make up my mind. I'll see you around the pits. And so he did get fired, and he went over and worked for Mitch Cooper. He went from the 59 Oldsmobile to the 57 Chevrolet. Now, this next one here, and I've got some notes here, and I'm not sure what, um, I think this is when the qualifying is over with, and this is 29 seconds long, and this is just Ray Melton doing some uh, some track announcements. Now, let me see which cut this is. This is Okay. That was Mitch Cooper in car number eight, finishing his qualifying run. But it looks like Cooper will have to be content with the field position in this Southern 500 this year. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our time trials for this 10th annual Southern 500. Attention in the pit area, please. Will you drivers and pit crews drive your cars down to the inspection area so that they may be impounded until race morning? And that was kind of something he probably said quite a few dozen times in his career. Now, this next one is where I got the closing from the show. This is when uh, 
uh, Les York, the student, and Mitch Cooper, his, uh, you know, the Rory Calhoun character, they've had a falling out and everything, but right before the race, Les is going back to the motel and he drives by in his pickup truck and um, Rory Calhoun, Mitch Cooper goes over to him and there's a long pregnant pause. He really doesn't know what to say to him and he gives the words that I close the show with every week. Between the fences, kid. Except I don't say kid. Because you're not kids out there. Now we're going to do the next one. And this is... Um, Les York goes out... And this is before they had to fallen out. Les goes out there to qualify Mitch's car. And uh, has a little engine problem. Blows up. I love hearing these engines. Because these are... You know, this isn't some fake Hollywood dubbed in racing noises. This is probably... Uh, I would say this is what a 57 Chevrolet sounded like, especially when this one starts running rough. This is almost two minutes. This is an hour, an hour, a minute 49. So uh, this is going to be, and once again, the focal point here is to hear Ray Melton calling this stuff over the PA system that he did for so many years. And so here's uh, Ray when uh, Les blows his engine. And uh, this is a minute 49. Your attention in the pit area, please. Cotton Owens, you have a long-distance phone call at the booth to the rear of the pagoda. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the next driver out for his time trial here today is the young driver, Les York, driving the Mitch Cooper car number 8, the 1957 Chevrolet. This young driver has won so many dirt track races this year that Mitch Cooper, the old pro, feels that he is now ready for the big one. He's out on the starting line now. Ready to start his official time trial. Another new record. York just better Dawson's mark, setting up 30 minutes ago with the first lap at 40.09 seconds. And he's still on it. That second lap is faster yet. 40.07 seconds, and that's 121.622 miles per hour. In those days, there was no pit wall, and that's when they, uh, you know, before, actually 1960, the year this movie came out, they had a horrible crash on the backstretch where three people lost their lives because they had no pit wall. You just did literally walk out on the track and uh, and pit the car. Okay, so the next one is going to be the beginning of the race. This is a minute, 16 seconds, and this is where, uh, now, he doesn't do it with the same enthusiasm. I'm sure he did on race day. But this will be Ray Melton saying, gentlemen, start your engines. And then a little bit of his uh, colorful language he uses to describe the starting field. This is a uh, minute 16. 
And let me make sure I get the right cut here. Car drivers, gentlemen, go to your cars, please. Attention all race car drivers, go to your cars, please. Gentlemen, start your engines. about that riding in the pace car with Curtis Turner and Bob Colvin is the beautiful Miss Southern 500 Carolyn Melton who happens to be Ray Melton's daughter I'm quite a coincidence that he got her slipped into the movie there and um, I'm sure her Hollywood career took off after that next clip this is only 14 seconds long but this is uh, uh, Alan Hale Buddy Schaefer uh, character talking to uh, talking to Stoogie Stoogie doesn't have any lines here, but he's a he's a hoot in the whole movie. But he's just um, he's just describing what a man that uh, uh, Mitch Cooper is, and this is a this is a quickie. Hey, little boy, don't drive, Darlington kid. There goes a man. Give him a position. Little boys don't drive, Darlington kid. There's a man. Give him the position. Okay, the next one is going to be a very dramatic moment. And if you got the copy of this movie or you can get it and you can buy it online and the color on the DVD is just spectacular. It looked like it was filmed last week. It's a beautiful restoration, this movie, which is an hour and 32 minutes long. Um, This is when Mitch comes in at a crucial time uh, for his last pit stop and... Buddy Schaefer finds a little problem. Now, you got to remember, Buddy's only got one arm, too. I uh, didn't mention that before. So he plays this whole movie with, one, with, his, uh, with his right hand in his pocket. He, he was a driver at one time and supposedly lost his um, arm in a crash. And in fact, he refers to himself as a one-arm tool slinger. But um, this next clip's a minute 17, and this is the crucial pit stop for uh, uh, Mitch Cooper late in the race. Let's see here. This is a minute 17. Put the hood down. Put 
that time between Mitchell Cooper and his crew chief, Buddy Schaefer. It's all straightened out now, though, and Mitchell Cooper is back on the track running. And uh, they have a final climactic... Uh... Tired iron, Skip. Tired iron. That good stop cost Cooper some laps, but he's pushing that number eight down to make up for lost time. And I had to run my big trap before it was over with. But anyway, um, they have a, a climactic wreck there at the end of the race. And it was a scene that um, they had to flip, had to, had to hit a spot on the guardrail and ride it a little bit and flip the car over and landed in the middle of the track. And Neil Castles, senior, did it on the first take. And uh, there's some pictures in the book we wrote of the people standing around and the crewmen and the fire people and everything as Neil hit that mark. He said he went up and put a little little uh, paint spot on the guardrail where he needed to hit it. And he hit it just right and, and did a fantastic job. So anyway, here's our last clip. It's a minute 39. This is the end of the movie when uh, Mitch has been living with Les York and his wife, Renee, who hasn't had any lines yet, but she is going to talk here. And, and that's, of course, as I said, played by Connie Hines, Mr. Ed's wife. And uh, not the horse's wife, but the Wilbur. And he's got his stuff and they're leaving. And they, they uh, Mitch invites or reminds uh, Les that there's a big race coming up. And... Uh, Rini, which is uh, Les's wife, tells him, you know, you, you can go up there. You know, you're, you're good to go if you want to. And they hop in the car and drive off. And the, the cool thing is they, they're towing, it looks like about a 48 Chevrolet. And they got uh, what's left of the torn up, uh, demolished 57 Chevy number 8 of Mitch Cooper's on the trailer. And Buddy Schaefer, played by Alan Hales, driving. And uh, Rory Calhoun sitting next to him lighting a cigarette. And they get to the end of the driveway to the main road. And uh, they have to make a decision on which way to go. And then you're going to hear Dixie. And uh, it's played by the United States Marine Band, who also played the national anthem earlier in the movie. And at another scene, when they showed a big parade through downtown Darlington, it's the, it is the U.S. Marine Band. So anyway, here's the way the movie ends. And I'm going to listen to all of it. This is a minute 39. Well, guess I got everything. Thanks. Be seeing you, Mitch. Good luck. You bet. Hey, uh, maybe I'll see you up in Hillsboro next month. 150 laps, pretty big purse. Hey, Mitch, uh, I don't know. You said I was married to one of those indestructible iron men. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you will. I'll be seeing you.
And that's Thunder in Carolina, released by Halco Pictures Incorporated back in uh, July of 1960. I remember when it premiered at the Carolina Theater. Um, they had uh, Rex White's 59 Chevy sitting out in front of the theater, which is um, pops up all through this movie, especially the dirt track scenes in uh, Hartsville. Whole movie was filmed in South Carolina. I won't say it's the first one that was ever filmed here, but it's got to be one of the first completely um, filmed movies in South Carolina. Our buddy Neil Castle Sr. played a big part of it, had a speaking role. In fact, he even had 26th billing uh, between uh, uh, Buck Baker and a lot of the other people. So um, I just wanted you to hear that, mainly to hear Ray Melton. And I like this movie so much. I only watch, I've seen it a thousand times. I only watch it once a year. So I, I, I don't wear it out. Right. Tonight's the night. I can't wait to watch it. And let me say one thing about the director, Paul Helmick. Paul Helmick was like the associate director of almost everything that... Uh, um, Howard Hawks directed. And Howard Hawks, you know, he, he won an Academy Award for uh, uh, the Gary Cooper movie uh, about the... Oh, God. Uh, you know, I can't think of it right off the... In 1940 with... Uh, play, where he plays Sergeant York. I can't think of the name of that movie right now. But anyway... Sergeant York. Sergeant York. Was that... That was it? Yeah, yeah. Sergeant York with Gary Cooper. And he played so many other movies uh, or directed so many other movies. He directed... Um, Rio Bravo and Paul Helmick is his name and it pops right up there as the associate uh, as the uh, assistant director and he was in on um, just almost everything Howard Hawks did so he was the director of Thunder in Carolina it's a great movie a lot of people would disagree with me and say it's a it's not but it's it's actually well done and it shows a very accurate portrayal of what stock car racing was in 1959 I like it well Come over tonight. We're going to show her about noon, about midnight. I'll probably still be up. Okay. All right. We're going to uh, we're going to take a break now and come back. I have run into Alan's time a little bit, but he can have all he needs. We're going to come back after these messages, and you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirits' tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirits carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirits apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirits, Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. This is the sound a McDonald's bag makes when you grab it. Now that just sounds like a paper bag, but to Nate, it sounds like... Because Nate hooked himself up like a champ. And proved you can save on the delicious food you crave. Wake up to the freshly prepared McChicken Biscuit or the sweet and savory taste of the new Chicken McGriddles. Just $1.59 each. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. 
Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on-bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbows, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man, it's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican's near you. Pelican Snowball's bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Altima's one seventy nine Rogues one ninety nine Rogue Sports zero percent or six thousand dollars off and new kicks zero percent financing or three thousand dollars off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too, and credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big in Greer during the Up for Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. Open Mic Daily is now in its second decade talking sports in Spartanburg. How do we explain our longevity? Clean living for one. A keen grasp of reality. We cover Spartanburg and Spartanburg County first. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Ronnie, that's one of my all-time favorite songs. I kind of hated to cut that one off. But uh, we want to get Alan in here. Missed you last week, kind of, till we saw what a great job your daughter did. And we're just giving him a hard time. Alan is the hardest-working guy on the show here, and he does a fantastic job. And I don't want to ever lose him. So we ran over a little bit with Thunder and Carolina. You take all the time you need, but I'll let you know when we got to do a commercial. All righty. Thank you, man. 
Here we go. We're going to start off with Cherokee Speedway last week. They had a real good fast racetrack over at Cherokee Speedway. We're going to start off with the stock four division. Stock four winner was Dustin Bowling. Second place was Randy Weaver. Extreme four went to Mason Mack. Second place went to Andrew Rich. Limited Sportsman. We had a new winner over there in Limited Sportsman race. They uh, they raced 15 laps for $1,500. Uh, Cade Langley come down from Carolina Speedway at 604 Crate Motor. He, sh- he chauffeured every lap and uh, won the big money over there. Second place went to Andy Blackwood. You're not going to tell us what happened to you over there? Uh, we started, uh, won our heat well with second fastest qualifier. Won our heat race, started on the inside pole, and it just went south from there. And, uh... Was it worth it to go to Concord and get that part? Uh, yes, sir. It's always worth it to go get a part. <laughs> okay, all right. I we just got to. We just got to change our. We just got to change some things around. All right. We're gonna go over and practice next Thursday night, and uh, we're gonna take everything but the kitchen sink over with us, and we're gonna throw it up underneath that race car. We're gonna see, and if this don't do it, uh, I'm gonna go back down to Danny's shop, and I'm gonna pull out Princess, Princess. Princess must be a, a backup car that we used to have about three years ago. She was a winning race car, and then we swapped over and went to this Johnson chassis car, and it's been good to us. But uh, for some reason, right now, it just seems like it. Uh, they just don't want to go around the racetrack that good after after a certain spell. Okay, well, so. I, I'm still coming over there. Maybe I'll come see Princess Run if you go with okay. it. But, uh, but all right, you go ahead and do your thing. Uh, Crate Sportsman Division, first-time winner was Colton Dimsdale. Second place, Brake Plyer. Thunder Bomber, first place was Ricky Bogan. Second place, Preston Dimsdale. 602 Open Wheel Modified. First place, Jeff Parsons. Second place, Buck Stevens. Renegade. Real good winner over there. Been winning everybody, every race over there. Mitchell Duval in second place. Earl Petty. Plan on having uh, Mitchell on here whenever y'all take off and go up here to where y'all go to in a couple of weeks up there. Up to Mount Airy? Mount Airy, somewhere like that. Mayberry or something. Mayberry, yeah, Mayberry Speedway. Well, I'm going to see if I can't get Mitchell Duval on here that week and stuff like that and talk to him a little bit. This was the Stick Elliott Memorial Race makeup from where it's rained out. Trent Ivey, boy from Union, South Carolina, led everybody in the Super Late Models. Second place went to Derek Ramey. Got a uh, lot to thank Christy Peacock up at Harris Speedway. She uh, posted up the winners this week at Harris Speedway from last Saturday night. V8 Clash went to Devin Morgan. Thunder Bomber A went to Dwayne Worley. Pure Stop went to Nathan Showtime Pierce. Young Gun went to Jake Jackson. Front wheel drive went to Chris Williams. V6 went to Ray Hudson. Stock four went to Matt Gilbert. Carolina Speedway, I think they took last night off. Uh, so everybody looking here, we, we got a whole lot of different scheduling going on. TR Speedway, they was off last night too, but TR will be running tonight on Saturday night. Travers Rest is running tonight. Cherokee Speedway will be running on Sunday afternoon, along with Harris Speedway will be running on Sunday. So, TR tonight, they're going to have the Young Guns Division paying $300 to win. Extreme 4 paying $600 to win. They're going to have the Pure Stop. They're going to have Limited Sportsman. They're going to have Thunder Bomber, Renegade, Crate Sportsman. Gates open over there at 5 p.m. this evening. 
driver's meeting is at 7 p.m. Hot laps is at 7.30. Uh, to get in over there, pits is going to be $25. The stands is going to be $13. Uh, let's back up just a little bit. We're going to go on down the road a little bit. Livonia Speedway, everybody heard of in dirt racing. Everybody knows Buck Simmons. Well, Buck Simmons passed away here about three or four years ago, but they've had the memorial race down there at Livonia Speedway. And it was the super late miles down there. And uh, had to shout out to Zach Mitchell, who drives for Cleary Hood here in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Zach Mitchell went down to Livonia Speedway, led ever, about every lap down there. Ross Bales was second in the Barry Wright House car. And Trent Ivey, boy from down here in Union, for these three boys to go down there to Georgia Speedway and show them boys in Georgia how to get around their racetrack is saying something pretty good down there. Okay, like I said, uh, let's move over here to Sunday, Sunday night, Harris Speedway. Not tonight, Sunday night. They're going to have the Blue Ridge late models up there. They're going to have the Young Guns. This is Young Guns shootout race number six. They're going to have the Pure Stock Division. They're going to have Renegade Stock 8, Crate Sportsman combined. They're going to have Thunder Bomber A, Thunder Bomber B, Front Wheel Drive, and V6 Front Wheel Drive. Gates are going to open Sunday afternoon up there at 4 o'clock on the pit gates. Grandstand gates are going to open up at 5 o'clock. Driver's meeting is going to be at 6.30. Uh, pits up there is going to be $30 to get in. The stands is going to be 15 Cherokee Speedway on Sunday afternoon. This is what we call our Hall of Fame. They've got a Hall of Fame over at Cherokee Speedway. They're going to be inducting their five guys into their Hall of Fame over there. The Hall of Fame ceremony will start at 5 o'clock on Sunday afternoon over there. They also have the Carolina Clash Late Model Division coming in there. They're going to pay them boys $5,000 to win. They're going to have the Stock 4 Division paying $1,200 to win. This will also, I think, in the Stock 4 Division, this will qualify you to go into the what we call the Thanksgiving uh, Stock 4 Super Nationals that will qualify you to get into this race. 604 Late Miles is also in this division. Limited Sportsman, Renegade, Crate Sportsman, Thunder Bomber. Gates over at Cherokee Speedway is going to open up at 4 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Drawing is from 515 to 620. Driver's meeting is going to be at 630. That's about 30 minutes ahead of schedule there for Sunday afternoon. Uh, stands going to be $20 to get in. The pits are going to be $35 to get in. Like I said, uh, as far as Monday afternoon, I have not heard anything as far as Monday, so we're going to all probably be taking Monday afternoon off to watch, uh, watch your race cars and stuff. But good thing about me is I think I'm going to be sitting at home this weekend because my family has gone to Lake Greenwood again. I'd have never guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> I got Sounds a, like a good move. I got a phone call, and uh, the only thing about it is my wife, she walked out there this morning. She looked at me, and she said, what are you doing? I said, well, I was kind of working on a race car a little bit. And about that time, she said, well, some of my friends is wanting you to cook ribs this weekend. So uh, whenever I get up and leave here, I got to go get ribs and stuff and start cooking them. Well, that, sound, that sounds like a good idea, too. Um, but keep your eyes on the skies, because there's no telling what could be coming I don't think before, well, probably Monday. 
about that time? You talking about the hurricane? I'm talking about Dorian coming up the coast. Dorian coming up the coast. Hopefully she stays away and we might can get to go over here and practice uh, Thursday night over here at Cherokee Speedway. Like I said, we've just been uh, uh, kind of like Jimmy Johnson right now. I guess that's the reason I keep pulling for Jimmy Johnson. Maybe we can break his eyes together. I hope so. Well, you only got rid of one monkey. We don't officially have another monkey here because you have been doing some good. Uh, is, that what, is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it for... Uh, this week over here, uh, wish there's a little bit more, but like I said, uh, TR Speedway is going to be tonight. Everybody's thoughts, Traverse Red Speedway is usually on Friday night, and then Gaffney is going to be on Sunday afternoon along with Harris. That is Sunday afternoon. Okay. Thank you. Thank and you. did a great job as always. Ronnie, uh, I thought that's supposed to say start right there. I did too. Okay. Um... Because we need to get our last breaks in here. I'm not sure. Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm going to hit this button. We're going to see what happens. Uh, I mean, even if Ronnie was sitting here, it, it usually says start automation. Yeah. Uh, let's, let me hit it. It's easy to jump on the Internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Delicious food at great prices. That's what you'll find at J&G Restaurant, located at 462 West Henry Street in Spartanburg. Be sure to try out the ever-popular Pig 4, where you can choose four breakfast items that include gravy biscuits, pancakes, home fries, and much more for only $7.25. They also serve a variety of breakfast sandwiches, including the pork chop and gravy biscuit. For lunch, try out their salmon and grits combo. J&G also serves mouth-watering burgers and hot dogs. That's J&G Restaurant, open Wednesday through Sunday. Call them at 864-308-1730. 
Nissan Up for style? Up for performance? Up for savings? Get up and go to Nissan of Greer for the Up for Anything sales event. On-road Nissans, off-road Nissans, hundreds of new 2019 Nissans are reduced to move. Drive a new Altima, just $179 a month. A new Rogue, just $199 a month. Get 0% financing or save up to $6,000 off on new Rogue Sports. Or get 0% financing or save up to $3,000 off on new Kicks. Now these incredible deals are worth repeating. So here they are again. Ultimus, $179. Rogues, $199. Rogue Sports, 0% or $6,000 off. And new Kicks, 0% financing or $3,000 off. Nissan of Greer has a huge selection of top quality used vehicles on sale too. And credit problems are not a problem. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Save big and Greer during the Up For Anything sales event. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. See us online at nissanofgreer.com. Call 864-579-1197 for more details. I've seen the bookmarks on your computer. Gmail, Google. Where are we? Why are we not bookmark worthy? Go away. Don't talk to me. I hope your car radio explodes. Okay, I take it back. But please, bookmark SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Well, that was a long cry from the last music we had that was actually good. But I want Greg to tell a story here. We got like 13 minutes left. Greg is the only person that I know of that ever did this other than a race driver. And he rode into Victory Lane one time. Not just anywhere, but he rode into Victory Lane with Daryl Derringer in the 1966 Southern 500. When he was nine years old, Greg, how'd you do that? Well, it was probably the most exciting moment of my life, and I'd been born into the sport. But briefly, you know, the Southern 500 always been a big race to us, the Petties and all the whole school anyway. But the year before, we had a very competitive car, and Ned won the race by a long shot. And uh, it was basically Ned and Daryl Danger, but we broke. Uh, had something happen, and Ned... You know, that was good. He won. I mean, he won by 13 laps. And uh, we go down there in 66, and Daddy had, had him and uh, Warren Prout, and uh, I'm trying to think who else. I come up with the idea of running the subcompact. Mario Rossi was in on that, wasn't Rossi, he? yeah. Rossi was in on it. And uh, they got the car built, and it showed a lot of promise. We qualified third in the Rebel race and run second at the Firecracker race. And one half of Weaverville, so the car had a lot of potential. So we go down there, and once again, the car is running real good. We qualified third, Richard Petty's on the pole. Early in the race, it was obvious that the race was going to be between, this is 1966, between Richard Petty and Darrell Derringer and Bud Moore's Mercury. It was kind of a David and Goliath thing. You know, he's got the big Hemi, and, you know, we're sitting there with a little comment with the 427. And it got toward the end of the race. And we come in and put on two tires. Tires were, as always, even had a flap. Had to put on some right sides and gassed up. Richard and them, there wasn't a whole lot of laps to go. They chose not to put on tires, which it, that wasn't really a bad decision, but they were gambling a little bit. Well, with about five, about four laps to go, Richard, we were catching him, but we didn't have enough time to catch him. And, but he blew a right front and got in the wall. And we went by him in one race, and it just was an emotional win. There was a ton of people there. And I just remember we headed toward the pits, and 
I don't know if it, it might have been Rossi. Is either Rossi or Bill Delaney? Now, y'all had been sitting in the scoring stand or near it or something, yeah, right? And in, done, in the fourth turn. You know, we when we saw we was going to win the race, I just took off in that direction. And like I say, one of the mechanics, uh, it was either Rossi or Bill Delaney. I, I can't remember. You it, said it, Bill Delaney in your book. Yeah, <laughs> Bill Delaney. And, uh, and he just picks me up and puts me in the car. This is when Derringer's yeah, coming off the track yeah, under the pit road. Stops like, and puts little nine-year-old Gregory inside the car, and I'm hanging on the roll bar. And in the book, Barry Dunn, it's got that picture. There's the pictures in there, and you see Greg hanging on the roll bar. And we going up there, and they got Ronnie Reb on the hood. Johnny Reb. Uh, Johnny Reb. Ronnie Reb. <laughs> anyway, what? That's his cousin. What? Yeah, his cousin, Ron. <laughs> but uh, we go riding. Up in the victory lane, and the fans, they had 80,000 people that day were going nuts because, you know, every day, even though we'd love to see Richard Petty win, but it was the David Goliath type deal, and we won it fair and square. You and sure did. Daddy, Daddy, all of them on top of the car, and Darren's and Bob Covid and all, and I, I got to see all that. Well, I pretty much know after that what I was going to be doing for a living. <laughs> as long as I well, I did do it for a living. I started sweeping the floor, like I said, moved up, got to do a few more things, ended up sweeping the floor. But I, I made up, I started and started about the same place, but uh, it sure was exciting. But that day in particular, it is, it in Daytona is almost winning the 500. I'd say this one was more emotional to me. Well, as a nine year old kid, riding into Victory Lane in the Southern 500, and, and, and you know, that's to me personally it's bigger than the daytona 500 that maybe i'm prejudiced because it's our track it's south carolina it's been around for so long but if i was going to ride in victory lane anywhere i'd want to do it in the southern 500 and you did it it's a time to where it was still the biggest stock car race as far as popularity and it was so dramatic because Derringer. Had his helmet off, and he looked over at me and patted me on the shoulder. He got sweat. You know, they always have the bogle goggle green, yep. you know. And he's got rubber all over him from the tires. It made quite an impression. And it, it was a, it was just a, a family change. It has changed my life uh, of, of really forever. And, and, I, and I can't get it out of my mind. I probably think about it every day. Uh, fantastic deal. I wish everybody had a chance to do something like that. Well, Greg, so, I mean, we love, I love hearing the story. I've heard it, that's probably the 50th time, and I, I love hearing the story. And uh, back in those days, Bud Moore was no stranger to Victory Lane. He had won it in 57 with Thompson, 60 with Buck Baker on three wheels, uh, or three tires and one rim, and then again in 66 with Daryl Derringer. So that's like three times in 10 years, and that was... Uh, you know, that's just fantastic. Greg, I appreciate you telling that story. And, uh, well, thank you for letting me tell it. It's, well, I want you to tell neat, it. It's, and, a neat, it's a neat deal. Uh, in order for to get you time to tell that story, and we got about five minutes left here, I got about 40 trees that got killed that I'm not going to get around to talking about before. Um, I, let me do the TV schedule if I don't do anything else. Uh, yeah, I need that. Well, here we go. Uh, at 1230, after we get off the air here, the Xfinity qualifying will be on. Uh, of course, we're pulling for Jeremy. He's got this in the Indianapolis where he's got two chances. He's got to win one of them to make the chase. 
So he's been doing real good lately. I'm not going to get a chance really to talk about last week, but, you know, that was this, where he had won at Road America, and he finished eighth in a real good race. I mean, he just had a solid race. He wasn't, in, uh, it wasn't his day to win, but he, um, he just had a, a good day. But anyway, um, Xfinity qualifying is at 12.30. That's on NBCSN. Um, at 2 o'clock is the cup qualifying, and that is on NBCSN, so that's back-to-back. The Xfinity race is back-to-back-to-back. The pre-race is at 3.30, and the race is at 4, and that's on NBC, the mothership. That's on the big channel, Channel 4 around here um, in Greenville and WYFF. So uh, then at 6.30, I'm sorry, 6 o'clock is Indy qualifying, and they're in Portland. And I want to say something about Indy in just a second when I get the the, the qualifying done or the TV schedule done. And if you got MAV TV... Tonight, live at 9 o'clock, is the ARCA race on the mild dirt at DeCoin, Illinois, which, uh, I mean, stock cars on dirt are, is exciting, especially a mile of it. And uh, that will be a good way to finish off your night. Now, tomorrow, you can sit down in front of the TV and go till about midnight. I mean, it's a good day. You, there are some short breaks in here. But at 9.05 on ESPN 2's, the Formula One race at Spa, they've been off for over a month. So they're back on the track. And uh, I watched a little qualifying before I picked up Greg this morning. And uh, uh, Kiki Rackinen had the fastest time, but they had a long way to go before qualifying was over. Then, all right, so that's at um, that's at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. Formula One from Spa, Franker Shops, the Johnny Walker Belgian Grand Prix, ESPN 2. Uh, you will have about a, a, a three-hour break until the IndyCars run on NBC from Portland. And this is their next-to-last race of the season. They're really getting down to it. I'll go over to points next week, but uh, don't have time this week to get to all that. And, um, and then just about the time the Portland race is over, you can just go to NBCSN and watch the granddaddy of them all, as they call it, the Southern 500 from Darlington, South Carolina. And I've done all I could today to sort of pump that up as if it didn't need it. We had Carrie Tharp on last week. And um, uh, it's just a great race. It's the tradition, the history. It's it's something that... Uh, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. You, hopefully, it'll be a safe Labor Day weekend with uh, this mess coming up the coast, Dorian. But... Um, I think they'll have no trouble tomorrow getting all these races in, and you got money to hopefully sit back and relax and do those ribs. And I'm going to hit the pool and you know do whatever we need to do. I've got uh, not much time left. I want to touch real quickly on the uh, IndyCar race last week because at Pocono they gave the Japanese driver Takuma Sato such a hard time for causing the big crash. Well, I'll be dadgum. He showed him last week and he won. At Gateway, which was an extremely entertaining race last Saturday night. I watched every lap of it. A lot of the good guys fell out, or a lot of them did, but a lot of them were still in there at the end. Sato won it. Ed Carpenter, who doesn't get much publicity, was second. And old Tony Kanan, driving for A.J. Foyt, finished third, coming from 20th place on the grid. So, uh, it he's was... He's been running good. He's been running good, but he... Um, it was just great to see Sato. He took so much heat and hell after Pocono that uh, he showed him. And he went out and he won the race. And that's his second one of the year. 
He won last year at Portland, which is where they are this week, and he's a solid sixth in the standing and could still move up. Got about a minute to go. Anything you got there, uh, Alan? Uh, just watching a little bit of Winston Cup practice yesterday, and it looked like the infield was slam-packed with campers and stuff. Glad to see a lot of people down there at Darlington Speedway uh, supporting this racetrack. Yep, that's what we need. That's our, that's our track, Greg. Bye. Just like uh, he said, we were talking, it's Labor Day weekend. It's about Darlington. And I noticed that, too, in the infield. They didn't see no scaffold for a lot of people. They're going to have a good crowd there. And my understanding, they only needed a few seats. And there's still a few seats available. Anybody get down there, let's go down there and support that race. Okay. It's going to be a good race. Ronnie, anything uh, real quick? You got about two? Nope. Ronnie shakes his head. He doesn't want to say anything. Okay. Well, I got everything in I needed again in, I think, today. I hope you enjoyed the show. It was great having Neil Castles Jr. on. We're going to do one more show next week before Greg and I take a couple of weeks off and uh, turn it over to Alan and his family. But for right now, enjoy your Labor Day weekend, and we will uh, be back next week to do it one more time. In the meantime, in the words of Rory Calhoun or Mitch Cooper, keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Wood's books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Your home for the herd with Colin Cowherd weekdays at noon is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.